You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face, ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> In the last 11 years, 115 people died of weightlifting accidents in a gym. In that same 11 years, only one person died of eating a donut. Make good choices, people. Holy shit! Look at them donuts! Now those are some odds that I can get behind. Good Monday morning, ass family. Welcome to the post-Super Bowl edition of the Arnie State Show. I hope that you enjoyed your weekend. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope it topped off with you enjoying all sorts of snacks and goodies and treats during the the game, uh, the bowl of superness yesterday between the Chiefs and the Eagles. Chiefs won. Told you they were going to win. Fuck the Eagles. Hate the Eagles. Boy, but do we have a lot to talk about this morning. Holy shit, was that something. Was that a spectacle or was that a spectacle? My God. Before we even get into it, let's say some good morning. First one here. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is in the house. If anybody's going to sit on Ryan Gosling's face, it's going to be me. I sneak into hospitals and kiss coma patients. All right. Well, I hope that you have a spectacular day today. Um, next one up is uh, Hangtown Jen. She's in the house. She says, morning, asked. Happy Monday. Well, we have a special poop word of the day for you. Time for a special Super Bowl poop word of the day. When you're watching the big game, instead of saying you got to go take a poop, just say you're going to go do a little tailgating. See, there you go. Go do a little tailgating while you're at it. That's awesome there, right there. Uh, The good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Happy the game stayed close, but I have to say the real MVP of the game was the KC team doctor or the horse tranquilizer they gave Kermit the Frog at halftime. Yes, good old Kermit the Frog, also known as Patrick Mahomes, who busted his ankle up a few weeks ago. Then they tore it up right before halftime, and then, well, he just came out and lit the world on fire and won the MVP. But pretty, pretty amazing job by Patrick Mahomes. I got to give him credit. I'm not a big fan, but hey, he's got a second ring. House Spain says, good morning, ass family. Die, Eagles, die. Scott says, happy Monday, Arnie and ass family. Mage of consent is all up in the house. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo, arigato. Around here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Uh, he says, good morning, ass. Nay, IG, for all the Eagles fans out there, the Japanese word of the day is shopai. Translation, salty. There we go. See, we learned new stuff. I hate the Chiefs, but fuck the Eagles, LOL. All right. Hangtown Mike says, morning, Arnie and ass family. Sanchez family says, hey, now. Warbird in the house. Woo! He says, good morning. Teams are now 0-16 after playing the Niners. Well, that's great. That's a super, super stat. I think Roscoe could have thrown a better Hail Mary than Hertz did at the end. Oh, we'll talk about that. Oh, that was terrible. Derek is in the house. He says, good Monday, Monday morning, ass family. It's back to the grind after a long five-day weekend. Boy, that's got to be tough. 
Sanchez says, glad you're still mental intact, unlike some people. Yeah, I'm, I'm still here. Longhorn Wiener Dad says, good morning, my brother, ass family. Remember, OU still sucks. So, yeah, Courtney says, good morning, ass family. Listening all day on my drive to Connecticut today. Holy shit, you're driving to Connecticut. That is a jaunt. I think Hurt slipped on the last throw like everyone else did, not defending that shitty pass, but it definitely fell at least 20 yards short. Did it even go 20 yards? That was a terrible throw. Maybe he slipped. I don't know. Uh, we'll talk about the field, too. Good morning, Douglas. He says, good morning, ass family. Truman Show, good morning. Uh, I took a Flacco during the game. Man, I got a poop. I mean, tailgate from that Super Bowl food. Ah, uh, you're out is in the house. She says, good morning, all. One week post-op and feeling better. Jason Day, this is the first time he's landed on the leaderboard in years. I think he's going to be a contender this year. Mark my words. Also, thank you, KC Chiefs. Great game. Now, I will say this. It was a very, very good game last night. The Super Bowl, was a, it, it wasn't a blowout. Um, it could have gone that way. Before we even get started on coverage, and I've got five pages of notes. That's right. I took notes during the game, five pages worth. The first thing that I want to cover, and I want to stand up, and I want to applaud somebody. And that doesn't happen very often if you play for the Philadelphia Eagles. But if your name is James Bradbury, I... He came out after the game last night. He was the cornerback that was called for the hold on that crucial third down. Everybody, oh, it's bullshit. It's a bullshit call. You make that call. Greg Olson. I, I thought Greg Olson was going to break down in the booth. He was crying so hard. How do you make that call? Well, when James Bradbury took to the fucking interviews uh, yesterday, he came out and said, I was hoping he would let it go, but of course he's a ref. It was a big game. It was a hold, so they called it. The man owned up to it. So all you Philly fans, by the way, this is live in Philadelphia. It was last night. It's Missouri. Eagle fans were out in droves last night. I, I, I mean, you want to talk about the biggest bunch of deadbeat losers. It's got to be every Philadelphia Eagles fan in the world. As they were, of course, rioting again last night, setting stuff on fire, shooting off fireworks. What a bunch of crap bags. Oh, it would have been worse if they won. Hell, they'd still be lighting shit on fire. Uh, let's see, Greg Olson isn't good at commentating. No, he's bad. Battleborn, good morning to you, my friend. Uh, they're in the process of working on burning down Philadelphia. They chanted, fuck the Chiefs, climb poles after team's narrow Super Bowl loss. I just got to say, what a bunch of babies. And, 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 and by the way, I don't buy the fucking burning down of the city when your team wins, let alone loses. I, I act like you've been there, Philly. You've lost your share of Super Bowls. Call Donovan McDab. 
and Andy Reid. He knows what it's like to lose the Super Bowl. So before I get into all my notes, let's see, what'd you expect? These are the same jackasses who voted Uncle Fester into the Senate. Very, very true. <laughs> um Lots of stuff happened. Uh, before the game, I guess uh, the flyover was done by an all-female piloted group. And one of the gals was from here in Wiley, Texas, which is like right next to Rockwall. So I guess that's a kind of a cool story. Thank you, Braddy Kid, for sending me that. Um, good morning, Cowboys girl. Uh, I've driven through it. We wouldn't really miss it much if Philly burned down. It might actually be an improvement. All right, so now I watched the pregame show on Fox because that's the game the network was on. I I, I didn't want to watch ESPN, and I kind of wish I would have now that I hear that Chris Berman really stepped in it last night when he said this right here. Also, of course, two African-American quarterbacks starting against each other in the Super Bowl for the first time fittingly. February 12th is Abe Lincoln's birthday. Here we go with the highlights in case you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Take a while. Wow. So, uh, t- fittingly, on Abe Lincoln's birthday, you know the guy who freed them colored folks? By the way, it, Tommy brought up a great point a couple weeks ago. When he, Tommy does this all the time. He brings up great points, and he's not here to you know, go through them anymore. Patrick Mahomes is half white. We call him a black quarterback. Why don't we call him a white quarterback? Oh, I know it doesn't fit the narrative. The narrative is a lot better that that we have two black quarterbacks. But when 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 can they just be quarterbacks? When when can they just go to being quarterbacks that play a position? You know, I know that Doug Williams was there last night to present the Super Bowl trophy, the first black quarterback to ever play in the league. You know, when 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 pressed on this, the way that Morgan Freeman says to get rid of racism is to just stop talking about it. And, and I have to say that the man is right because Morgan Freeman is truly one of the greatest actors of our of our lifetime. Now, notice how I didn't say one of the greatest black actors. Why? Because he's an actor. Why have we gotten to the point where it's so... And look, I'll do it. I do it, too, in my reporting and my my talking and things like that. But why? Why do we do this? Is it what we're predisposed to? And by the way, by the way, even if we stop talking about it, it won't go away. Because there are going to be enough people. Look, look, look. I got to talk about fucking AOC bitching about some of the commercials last night. This is not a time to bitch and moan about the world. This was a time to enjoy the Super Bowl. We keep bringing up the fact that the pigmentation of a uh, a man's skin can limit him in the job that he does. Well, we we pretty much learned it can't. It's so dumb. Also, can we address the crowd in Arizona booing Dak at his ceremony? That is a bunch of bullshit. Classless, but that is what cowboy haters do. And it was not all Philly fans. Heck, I can't stand Dak, but I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, but you don't do that, period. 
when, when look when they booed Dak Prescott, I, I, I a lot of them booed him because they're Eagles fans, and I get it. Look, they booed Santa Claus. They're a classless group of people. But that is the one award you can't boo, no matter what. It's the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award for all the stuff that, that a player does with charity. You remember when a deserving guy won it? Because I'll say it, Dak was not deserving. Um, you remember when J.J. Watt stopped everything and helped rebuild Houston after a flood? When his goal was to raise like $250,000 and he raised something like $42 million? You don't boo the man of the year. No, even if it's Dak Prescott. I agree with you there. It was That was classless, but... Hey, I expected it from Eagles fans. Kamala is a black VP, but she's not black. Uh, the black overshadows the white. Uh, they call him a black quarterback because daddy's black, and, well, he came first. <laughs> AOC is bitching about Super Bowl commercials. Oh, yeah. Booing Dak. You can't blame just Cowboy fans. What did Dak do to deserve the war? I guess he did a lot in charity this year. Did a lot for uh, uh, breast cancer awareness because his mama died of breast cancer. So I, I, I think he did his his share. Um, but whatever. I mean, look, it's Dak. You know my feelings on Dak. But if he earned that award, that that's a big award to win. Now. So the Super Bowl doesn't start. The Super Bowl commercials do not start until the game starts. So every commercial you saw leading up to whenever the the first drive ended, those were not the $7 million commercials, and I'm very happy about that. But before we get to that, let's talk. Okay, the pregame show, which went on and on and on and on all day. They really tried too hard with a lot of the celebrities and what's in your refrigerator. And and uh, look, I get it. It's the Super Bowl. It's the most watched thing every year. And you have to throw everything out there. And they threw everything out there. And it was it was a lot of gobbledygook. That, that, that's all I got to say. It was a lot of gobbledygook in the, the pregame show. Mate says, my friend and I were at Super Bowl party and the host was a Chiefs fan. He was talking so much about how they are a great team. We both said if you add up the Super Bowl wins from both teams, you still wouldn't have enough to match the amount our teams have. Chief fans like, what's your team? I said, I'm a 49er fan. My friend is a Cowboy fan. We have 10 together, so sit down and shut up, bitch. You, you should carry this around with you. Mage, you should carry. So shut up, bitch. There you go. Look, it's Kansas City's time to crow. You got to give it up to them. Two Super Bowls in four years. Nah, not too bad. Well, yeah, one, two, three, three years. Right? Because they won. Then they lost. And then they didn't go. They were in the AFC Championship game. And now they won. So they've won two in four years. Now, when you win three in four years, you give me a call. But look, hey, KC won. I can't take anything away from them. They won. It was a good game. The The field was terrible. We'll talk more about the game itself here. Um, all in all, good game. 
not bad. Not not a bunch of missed calls. Like I said, the last call that, that everybody's bitching about, the guy even came out and said I held him. Um, the field was a joke. And they had George Tomba, the 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 god the sod father as they call him, the guy who's done every Super Bowl field. He's 94 years old. Oh man. Holy shit. The guy who fucking made the call, I just found this out from Tommy, he just texted me. The, the 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 referee that made the call is a South Garland alum. There we go, baby. There we go. South Garland keeping it real and fucking the Eagles. Gotta love that. That's fantastic. All in all, good game. What happened to Rock? Oh, wait, wait, wait. We'll get to the commercials. Look, I've got everything laid out. We'll get to commercials. We'll talk about halftime. Oof. I think what we'll do is we'll talk about the game first. And there ain't a much, there ain't a whole lot to talk about the actual game. Morning, Arnie. I've seen better fields at high school games. Yeah, that field was in bad shape. None of the Chiefs changed their cleats. Uh, I know the Eagles changed their cleats, but it, it was still bad. People were slipping all over the the. The paint didn't dry on the field, and it's a new strain of grass they're messing with. Uh, and from what I understand, the first game of the season this year was in Arizona for Kansas City, and they bitched about the field then. Well, it ain't got no better. But, hey, the game played out. Both teams had a play on it. Now, before we get going, we got we got to talk about the pregame into – what I hold near and dear to my heart, and that's the national anthem. A lot of people think that this was a good version. Oh. Sing, boy. Come on. Until I can get through. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I, 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 this is not a blues number in, in Jethro's Roadhouse. This is the national anthem. The na- I, I, And look, every fucking year I have to come back and say this. It's a march. The national anthem has always been a march. It will always be a march. Is this one of the worst renditions of all time? Oh, I'm I'm definitely not putting it in my best. But it was it was crapola. Yeah, it was a hundred percent crapola. Look, look. And I saw the Eagles coach crying. And and, and I get it. I, I understand it's his moment. He said every day for forever. He used to listen to one thing and one thing only. Oh, 
that is how you do the national anthem. The national anthem is not a song you make your own. The end. And if you do, you will get fucking reamed on this show for it. I'll tell you this right now. I wanted Chris Stapleton to be the worst. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of him rechanging up some music and then it becoming a gigantic hit and then nobody hears ever about David Allen Coe. I don't like that. So, National Anthem did its thing. And then they went to a commercial break, and next was going to be the coin toss and the kickoff and all that. So they're getting us all ready for the game, right? And there's one commercial that they play before that. Now, if you don't believe me in the marketing of the Super Bowl and how the Super Bowl is geared now for women to watch, please argue with me about why, oh why, the commercial right before the coin toss and kickoff was about menopause. The first fucking spot you see after the national anthem is about menopause. First of all, no man knows what that whole situation is. And secondly, it does not belong in front of the Super Bowl. A commercial about menopause should be saved for days of our lives and the young and the restless. Not Super Bowl LVIII or LVII. A commercial of menopause? You've got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. I mean, Jesus Christ. As soon as I saw that, I was like, come on. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. There you go, Alicia. Good morning. She says, "Good morning, ass family." Tonight is my Friday. Can't wait to hear all the piss and vinegar about last night's game. Oh, it's coming. Um, the coin toss. Zach just texted was a huge letdown. Uh, they dropped the ball, not letting the mother of the two brothers do it. Instead, they keeping it real moment. Yeah, I I would have liked to see the Kelsey mom done it. Um, let's see, um, well, let's see, uh, this was the first Super Bowl in a long time that actually paid attention, it was a great game, now on to baseball pitchers and catchers report all this week, I know, I'm ready, I'm ready, let's go, it, 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 is it baseball season yet, let, let me just tell, let, let, let's see, let's see if it, We, we, we still have to get through the Super Bowl show. But yes. 
The hot flash one, we were laughing our asses off, hot mama. Good morning to you, hot mama. Yeah, uh, really? You're doing a menopause commercial before the Super Bowl? With trained people like myself watching, getting ready to call you out on this. The first thing I wrote down, well, the second thing I put down, national anthem, terrible. Before kick, menopause commercial, all caps. Uh, this was my first Super Bowl, uh, 100% watch it, was so proud of myself. So we could all go pee and refill our drinks before kickoff. Oh, and to make things better, I took a dump at work. Good, 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 good. A commercial about menopause is exclusively to trans people. What's Where's the outrage? Uh, oh, Mr. Connor, I know the answer. The average age of women watching the Super Bowl parties is, drum roll, in their 40s and 50s, prime hot flash targets. It was satanic, too. Why did we need Jesus commercials, too? We're going to get to that. Oh, we're going to talk about the Jesus commercials. Because the Jesus folks spent a ton of money. Every 30 seconds last night during the commercials, uh, that whatever company that was advertising paid $7 million. They paid $7 million for air. For 30 seconds of airspace. She was cute in the field seeing her boys afterwards. True mom, nothing but love. Kid starts baseball practice today. I know this because I'm one of those old ladies who experience hot flashes, but I use hormone patches and I no longer have that issue. Um, now, now let's uh, let's see, let's see. I got national anthem out of the way. I got that terrible. We'll we'll get to all the commercials. I I've written down all the commercials. The other thing we got to talk about. Well, before we, the announcers, let, let, let's just say the announcers were terrible. Oh, they were so bad. They were so bad. Greg Olson is dog shit. Man, Fox wants Tom Brady in the number one booth as soon as he can get there. They might double his money because Greg Olson is awful. Uh, did the company not want to spend money for ad time? No Coke ads, no Snickers. Bud had one ad. I didn't even see the Budweiser ad. I missed maybe one block of commercials last night, and that was probably the Budweiser. I saw the cores, and we'll get to it. We'll get to commercials here in a second. Hold on. If I had a nickel for every eye roll after those Jesus commercials, I could build Whore Island. Yes, you probably could. Well, let's get to it before we get to the commercials. Let's get to the halftime show. And I will go ahead and say it. I, I am not going to hold back. This was by far, easily, the worst halftime show of all time. Look, I, I, I challenge you to put Tom, Tom Petty was better. The Who was better. You, you don't even get to mention Prince's name because Prince is still the greatest halftime show of all time. Rihanna deciding to show off her baby gut. That's right, because she's knocked up again. Now, this, this begs the question. Because, you see, I know that Jay-Z was hired by the NFL a few years ago to do all the halftime shows. And it seems that he has a certain shade in mind when he does these halftime shows. 
because the last two years have been very, very uh, urban, if you will. Andrew, good morning, my friend. Uh, it was a Bud Light ad, so no red and white. It was uh, black and blue. No way the weekend was worth it. Look, look, you can, uh, Roaming, you can put it up there. You can put the weekend's performance up there. Hell, I'd put Bruno Mars up there because Bruno Mars had no business performing at a Super Bowl, and neither did Katy Perry. The Super Bowl is for icons. Rihanna is not an icon yet. You know who's an icon, and I hate to say it even though because she's so goddamn ugly now, is Madonna. Madonna is an icon. And they used to get these iconic people up there to do the halftime shows. Last year, look, look, last year's halftime show with, with Snoop and Dr. Dre and Eminem, it was a whole lot better than this garbage. I literally, I, I didn't know if she was singing in English or in Barbados. If that's even a language. And she did Umbrella Last, the Ella, Ella. That's the only song I knew of hers. Hell, they didn't even do the Eminem song. Hell, bring Eminem out to fucking save the halftime show at least. That was garbage. Well, let's see. I don't like her six hit. Dog shit halftime show. My wife loved it. I'm second guessing my relationship now. <laughs> Don't put a prego on a music stage where people expect to be entertained. She barely moved. It was not energetic. No, it sucked. Who pitched? Let's get Rihanna in a hefty bag. They should be fired. Well, that'd be Jay Z. I mean, she came out with them red, weird things on her boobs and this red, hefty bag around her body. By the way, lip-syncing everything. She did not sing one word. Oh, I'm alone on this boat. I loved it. Okay. She isn't a big enough star to carry it alone. She hasn't put out an album since 2017. Her last uh, performance was in 2018. She hasn't performed in seven years. She hasn't toured in seven years, and you're going to give her the, the Super Bowl? Jay-Z was there, and he didn't even come out with her to sing uh, Run This Down. No, no, he, he wasn't getting out of there. I, for one, took the halftime show as a guessing game, the who is this game. Each song I'd listen to and wait and see if I recognized it, only knowing recognizing two of it. I did the same thing. Boy, the halftime show was bad. Now, I'll just say it was bad. That was one I could have missed. And, and for her to come out being pregnant and announcing it that way, well, good for her that, that she's told the world now she's what looks to be about eight and a half months in. I, I don't know how far along she is, nor do I care. I just know that the halftime show sucked. And I can't wait to see who we get next year. I'm betting, I, look here, mark my words, today, February 13th. That's right, guys, you got one day till Valentine's Day. I'll help you out tomorrow with your last-minute gifts, but... Um, February 3rd, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Anything is better than Adam Levine and his stomach tattoo, I would agree. Um, 
mark my words, next year it will either be Megan the Stallion or Lizzo. I bet. I, I bet you anything. Lizzo or Megan the Stallion. They're going to get one of them fat bitches up there. Um, I now know Rihanna does a song from a perfume commercial. <laughs> All right. All right. So we got through the halftime show. We've got through the game. Um, yeah, I want to know what they shot in Patrick Mahomes' leg at halftime because he came out and he performed brilliantly in the second half. Megan the Stallion, yeah. I, I, it's either going to be her or Lizzo. Mark my words. See, because they're not quite um, too ethnic as the NFL would see them. As to getting a Little Wayne or some sort of rap crew out there, that might be considered a bit too ethnic. I don't even know. What, where is the suit? Does anybody know where the Super Bowl is next year? Hold on a second here. Um, twenty twenty four Super Bowl. Um, oh, it's going to be in Vegas next year. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, hey, I'm just going to tell you right now, they've, they've got to get somebody enormous for next year. Somebody, so next year's Super Bowl, they better, have, they better fucking shoot the moon. Oh, I'm, I'm going to change my bet right now. I'm, I'm changing it. It's not going to be Lizzo or Megan Thee Stallion. Next year, it's going to be Jay-Z. Jay-Z is going to be there in Vegas. And I don't think it'll be that good. I'm not a big Jay-Z fan. Elvis and Wayne Newton halftime. That'd be great. Carrot Top. Oh, Jesus. Wouldn't be something if Derek Carr got, goes to a team that has a decent roster and makes a Super Bowl. That'd be fantastic. If it's Post Malone, I'll stop watching the Super Bowl. I love how the NFL only cares about the military on Veterans Day in the Super Bowl. Yeah, pretty much. Celine Dion and Britney. Britney Spears would be big. It's going to be Adele. No, it's not going to be her. Come on. I saw her fat ass at the game. Hello. Yes, hello. It's not you. It's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. Now, this is who they could get. That that would be, uh, look, Jay-Z will throw his name in there for sure. Um, Britney, I like that, but there's no way because she's not performing. They they, they aren't going to. I'd love to see that. Oh, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking... Run DMC would be kick-ass. Run DMC would be great. I'm going to tell you who it's going to be, and y'all ain't going to like it. Um, it's going to be Taylor Swift. She's going to have the biggest tour of next year. She is going to... Uh, this is... 
This is kind of a no-brainer. In Vegas, you need to have the biggest artist in the and and at that time, I will tell you this right now after this tour that she's on. Oh, Hangtown Jen, I wish it could be Metallica. Greta Kid just creamed herself, but it will be Taylor Swift. I don't I, I wouldn't consider that to be a great halftime show, but she's star power. You wouldn't even have to fucking play menopause commercials to get them old gals watching. Uh, it would be a swift kick in the balls then. I thought Jay-Z hated her. No, it's Kanye that hates her. I'm telling you, that's who it's going to be. All right, now let's get into the commercials, shall we? Talked about the game. We've talked about the national anthem. We've talked about announcers. We've talked about halftime. I have every break written down except the, uh, maybe I have the Bud Light written down. We'll see. First commercial uh, during the Super Bowl is the commercial that everybody's saying is the winner of the best commercial. I don't agree with it. I I don't know what the, uh, I know what the worst commercials were, but I don't know which ones are the best. They're saying this was one of the best. The Dunkin' Donuts Ben Affleck J-Lo commercial. My son said that one of the songs Rihanna did was a Kanye song. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah, Taylor Swift and all her dancers will be trans women of color. Maybe Coca-Cola will have Hunter as a spokesman. He was shocked. He was like, what the fuck? I thought he was canceled. That's ballsy if it'll do the song. Um, all right. So first commercial was Dunkin' Donuts, Ben Affleck working in the drive-thru. I saw clips of this before the Super Bowl. I didn't. I tried to stay away from all the Super Bowl commercials because I didn't want to talk about them until afterwards. Um, the only good part was when he asked if they knew who he was, and they said no. Yeah, I, I, I whatever. I, I didn't find it to be as great. As everybody says, I give that one a 5 out of 10, middle of the road. Uh, a 2 out of 10 was the new Fast in the Aquaman Furious series. That's right. Uh, we got a movie trailer as the second commercial of the next Fast and Furious with Aquaman, Jason Momoa in it. Won't make me see it. Limit break, you could scan something. I guess it was for betting. I don't know. I did not scan it. And then the last commercial of the first break was the Adam and Eve avocado commercial where uh, Anna Ferris was playing Eve and she bit into an avocado. And then the world was overrun with avocados. Nah, nothing stood out. So the first commercial break, swing and a miss. And that was after the Eagles went up 7-0. Then the Chiefs tied it up, and we saw an ad for the new Indiana Jones movie. Which I need to stop watching all the ads for the Indiana Jones movie because I'm terrified of it. I want it to be good. I wanted it to be be good, but I, I didn't I, I didn't feel the the 
the grab that that, that would grab me for a, a movie that I must see. So I was not happy about that. Then we had the E-Trade babies come back. Boy, oh boy. Who's missed the E-Trade bunnies as little as me? Oh, nobody? Oh, okay, good. I don't need to see the fucking babies talking and and doing fucking E-Trades again. Uh, What direction did the Fast and Furious movie take before it was about souped-up Hondas and Drift? Now they've evolved into bringing in superheroes? I guess so. Uh, Then there was a Kevin Hart DraftKings betting commercial. And then one of the weirdest commercials of the entire day. You don't see a lot of ads for hard alcohol. But, and and especially if you're going to spend, and I believe that that was a minute-long commercial, the Serena Williams-Remy Martin commercial, it felt like a minute. That was just a bad commercial. Then we got into it with the... Bradley Cooper and his mom. Bradley Cooper now working at T-Mobile. Okay. Um, that ad sucked. I would, what I would have to say is one of the bottom commercials of the entire day. Arnie, can you challenge Kevin Hart to a fight? It would not be worth my time. Um... The the uh, clueless Rakuten, I guess it, it, Rakuten is a shopping website. Fight for an inch, dumbest commercial. I'd explain it to both Jen and Tyler. Uh, like, huh? Wait, back up. Wait, did I would just wait? What am I buying? Yeah, I mean it was. Rakuten suck. Then the Bass Pro Shop commercial. That was the only commercial that you could see like all year long, the Bass Pro Shop. They just spent $7 million to say, hey, remember us? Thanks, Joe, because of inflation, Bradley Cooper had to get a second job. Alicia Silverstone still looks good. Yeah, but I mean, there were so many people that said, wait a second, what's this? Then the last commercial of that set was the Ben Stiller Pepsi Zero commercial saying, am I just a good actor or is this really good? I didn't like that one. Those commercials sucked. And we got another shopping one with Timu. Then the Paramount Network decided that they were going to have Sylvester Stallone climbing a a, a, a graneted-out mountain of Sylvester Stallone. That was a stupid commercial. But then the all-time worst commercial ever it ha- happens. Yeah, the Crown Royal. Oh, I'll get to it. Believe me. T, uh, triple T. The Michelob Ultra commercial. This was the first beer commercial. And it was for Michelob Ultra, and it was a take on Caddyshack. Oh, that was bad. That one, that one was so cringeworthy and so terrible. 
And they even played Al Cervix's horn. Da na 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 na. No, 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 no. There's page one done. Run through these a little quicker. Commercials were not good this year yet. Do not get me started on fucking Romo. Yes, Romo was playing Carl Spackler. No. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. No. No, 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 no. I love the Will Ferrell ones. We'll get to Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell's in the next, next one. Uh, see, uh, okay, so then we had the uh, the commercial for the new Flash movie. Now, is it a new Flash movie, or is it just telling us that Michael Keaton is Batman again? Because when I saw Michael Keaton as Batman, and he said, I'm Batman. When he said that, I got all fucking, I got all pumped up, but then I realized this is a movie about the Flash with that child groomer, Ezra Miller. And yes, I can call him a child groomer because he was charged now twice with it. Buenos dias, Ogre. He says, Buenos dias, Familia, hee hee, and might I add, the fucking Eagles cleaning, cheating dirty assholes got what they deserved on that holding call. Now they're all whining like excuse teams when they complain about what the Eagles got away with before. Mm-hmm. Now, this was our first foray into the Jesus ads. The Jesus ads were... Um, were not well taken. Uh, this was a full minute commercial for the Jesus commercial. And of course, uh, instead of doing what she should do, her job, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has come out and says she does not believe Jesus would support Super Bowl commercials, that she claims fascism looks look benign. The Christian group, He Gets Us, reportedly spent $20 million on two Super Bowl ads that showed Jesus as someone with empathy for immigrants and the poor. AOC says, something tells me Jesus would not spend millions of dollars on Super Bowl ads to make fascism look benign. What do you even know about Jesus? First of all, first of all, let, let's just say this right now. For the last 10 years, we've seen ads that have promoted the church. Ever since good old Tim Tebow. And I got to say this. Look, look. I don't... The refs blew the game. How did the refs blow the game? Refs didn't blow the game. Guy from the Eagles came out and admitted he held him. Uh, just be thankful most of us didn't get the Scientology ads. Got Xenu. Here's the thing. You might you want to be mad at the, at the Jesus ads? Well, then you know what? Be mad at the NFL for allowing that. Because the NFL gladly accepted their $20 million. You want to know why Jesus ads ran during the Super Bowls? Because they paid for them to run. That's it. That's the only thing. Do, did I want to see them? No. I, I don't want to look, man, this is football. This is time to take my mind off of things. I want to escape for a little while. 
But these ads don't let you escape. Uh, then there was a Squarespace website by Adam Driver, which I didn't understand that well. So then, then we get the Pepsi Zero with Steve Martin. Is he a big good actor or is it a good drink? Stupid ad. Uh, diabetes commercial from one of the Jonas Brothers. Michelob Ultra and new Netflix. Okay. That was the, uh, the, wasn't that the, 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 the mouthy broad? And then the Will Ferrell EV cars thing. Now I'll say this. The EV commercial that Will Ferrell did was, was funny. It was okay. I, I'm not a big fan of EV cars. I don't like the way they're rubbing it down our throat. But I will say that that was one of the more decent commercials where he got bit by a fucking, um, uh, uh, what do they call those things? Zombie. That's it. He got bit by a zombie and he was turning into a zombie. Not bad. Uh, let's see. If you ask me, it took ages to get Jesus ads in the mix, but why the John three sixteen fan med signs uh, have been adorning stadiums and games for decades. Jesus has got the fans in the sports industry. There you go. Um, I'll say the GM one was kind of a winner, even those four uh, cars that are electric. Next commercial, the Diddy Jingle for Uber. Dumb. The WeatherTech factories in America. Mm. Ogre says, why does God need advertising? He doesn't. He doesn't, but these groups think, look, look, this is... Ogre, you asked that question, you know the answer. This is why I'm against organized religion. God doesn't need advertising during the Super Bowl. It's God. He's got the best-selling book of all time. Wyoming has it right. EVs actually do more harm than regular gas vehicles. I would agree with some of that. This makes me glad I recorded music and kept the kids doing chores all afternoon. Yeah, you, you didn't miss much. Um, the Turbo Tax with We Can Dance If We Want To, lame. Let's see. Phones, pictures, erase oh, Google. The M&M's commercial. The M&M's are coming back. That was stupid. Downey Danning McBride. Now they call him Downey McBride. Uh, I think that that's the subject that you can open that up. It was Danny McBride, the guy from Eastbound and Down, and he's shooting Downey like sense beads everywhere, scent beads everywhere. Dumb. Dancing animals with Jeeps. The mayonnaise commercial with John Hamm and Brie Olson. See, it's ham and cheese. Haha, get it? They're they're in a refrigerator. It's ham and cheese. Because her name is Brie. (laughs) Hear ye, hear ye, and whom Mount Lakaka in the porcelain throne of Alicia is being instructed, carry on. Right as I talk about your best friend, Brie Olson. Um, Pringles stuck on the hand. Can we stop the, the Pringles stuck on the hand? That's so dumb. 
And, of course, the new Ant-Man alcohol-free commercial. Man. Boy, it's what beer drinkers drink when they're not drinking beer. See, I've had a problem with that phrase since it started because I'm a big words person, and words matter to me. So if beer drinkers are not drinking beer, then they're not drinking. So you can't go out and say it's what beer drinkers drink when they're not drinking beer. Well, if they're not drinking beer and they're beer drinkers, they're not drinking anything. And your old run-of-the-mill, sorry-ass, non-alcoholic beer that just wants to get alcohol, recovering alcoholics back on that fucking, in that saddle. Yuck. Yeah, I'd love to shit in her mouth. She can suck it out of my ass. Okay. Uh, let's see. Then we got the Doritos Triangle, the people playing the triangle. Dumb. Coors and Miller doing Blue Moon. Dumb. DOS commercial, famous dog, whatever. Trojan horse, the crowd's like dumb. Creed 3, okay. Nike movie. Oh, the new Nike movie, the Phil Knight movie with Ben Affleck and, and Matt Damon. Doesn't look too bad. What the hell was Darmer's jacket about? Uh, DeMar Hamlin, uh, he came out before the game with all the people that helped him. I have no idea. Groceries on DoorDash. Fox has Gutterfield on now. Uh, FanDuel, Gronk missed his kick last night. I got to see the Popcorners. Oh, I did see the Bud Light commercial with Miles Teller. Dancing to the on-hold music. I thought the Clydesdales were coming back. More shopping commercials. The Binky Kia commercial wasn't half bad. The Foo Fighters saying thank you to Canada for everything. That was a little much. Mr. Peanut Roast, dumb. I have a theory about this, Gene. Being someone who watches a lot of documentaries about religion, cult, Scientology, there have been more and more documentaries shedding light on the atrocities that religion is allowing, mostly the monetary abuse, but the LDS church is getting hit hard, as are all the mega churches in Scientology. Well, they are on an entirely different level. I won't go into it all, but I find it funny that they focus on Jesus and not the churches that are preying on desperate people, anything to get light off the church. Amen to that. See, this is why I have my strong stance about spirituality and religion. And there's nothing that I despise more than organized religion, maybe except organized politics, because they're both the same. They're trying to wash your brains out with something that is important, to a lot of people, I, I, it doesn't have to be important to you. It is important to a lot of people, but they don't tell you the truths about it. They don't tell you. It, it, it becomes a monetary thing. Now, I know in that book that was written by man, and man is fallible. It asks for 10% of your, 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 your worth as a tithing. I've never known my God to need a loan. But that's me. That's my personal journey that I have. I don't understand all these churches that need all this money. You don't pay taxes to begin with. 
And if you ever find out the way that Scientology got their religious uh, status, it is fascinating that they had lawsuits against like 8,000 different IRS agents at the time. And then they said, we'll drop all these lawsuits against these agents if you give us our uh, our uh, 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 tax exemption status. And lo and behold, they did. It is fascinating. Jesus has bad debt. Um, but the commercials, all this kind of stuff, these mega churches. I just, I, 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 th- I think, let, let me just say, I think your spirituality is the most personal thing that you can have. And if you tend to share that with others, it, it's up to the others if they take it. I don't know why you're sharing it with anything. It's so personal to me that I keep it to myself. I'll share it every now and then if people ask me, I would, I'll happily. But no, the, the, this is a journey that I'm walking through with my higher power. The Righteous Gemstones is a great comic relief to this. It is. I, I mean, honestly, the, do you want to know the, the best comic relief to this is watching all these idiots. Watching these people like Joel Osteen. Look, I might I, I like the, the the pastor in Tennessee, Pastor Greg. I like him a lot. I, I do. I, I, I appreciate him. And he says all the right things. CNN can eat my dirty socks. He's still getting paid by them people. Whenever they hand out the collection plates. Uh, this is why I believe your faith doesn't need to be debated with other people. Your faith is personal. And it's a relationship with you and who you believe is your mate. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I had the epiphany uh, fucking 10, 15 years ago about this, and it made me a happier person. It, 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 I mean, think about how miserable I was way back then. But this made me a happier person because I realized that somebody's wrong. This is the only preaching that I'll ever do on this show, and and it is the fact that somebody's wrong. I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's the Muslims who are wrong. I don't know if it's the Hindus that are wrong. I don't know if it's the Christians that are wrong, but somebody's wrong. And see, that's where faith comes in. That belief that you're not wrong. That belief that you have. It, you can't prove it. No, you can't. That's what faith is. It's something you can't prove. If I was an elder of a church and they came to me, they said, you know, hey, if I was the elder of a church, I'd probably shoot myself because I'm obviously just there for the money. But they said, hey, we need to, we need to spend $20 million on a Super Bowl commercial. I'd be like, you're out of your fucking mind. Um, the horrible grease and scrubs crossover breaking bad chips commercial. That was not good. The, that, that wasn't the, uh, what was it? Popcorners or something. Dumb. Uh, Jefferson said a man's relationship with his, his God is a very personal one. Yeah. All these preachers are pronounced God or just cartoon characters. Save your money and worship Bugs Bunny. I just watched a documentary on Hillsong Church last week. Another case of celebrity worship. Justin Bieber made that church popular. 
Then it all came crashing down, and he desperately tried to separate himself from it. Yeah. Don't don't get me started on the these guys, these preachers. Look, I live by one of the the first big churches in Texas. I'm not a fan of it. I've only I and I've I've actually been in there and, and let me tell you that it used to be called Church on the Rock. Now it's something else. And it was a big ass church in Rockwall. This is before Rockwall blew up and became anything. Um, when I was a little kid living in Garland, my, my grandmother came to a nursing home in Rockwall and she passed away here. But we'd always have to drive by church on the rock and we'd never come on Sundays because this was this was one of the first churches that was getting two to three thousand people a service. And that means a lot of traffic. And my parents didn't like traffic. I, to this day, still don't like traffic. I will not go out on Sundays it, it, over there because it's just mayhem. But I got a, uh, a, a, last year when I was looking for a place to go to my, my, my AA meeting for my 25th anniversary, I saw that they had one in there. Well, they didn't have one in there, but I got to walk into the church. And they actually have police on duty in the church. And the church is like a big, gigantic mall. And I'm like just walking around. I I was stunned that this is a church. I used to remember walking into church. And and you would see the sanctuary. And there might be a lunchroom down the way. And if there are any classrooms, well, you know that's where the Sunday school is going to be. I didn't know where I was. They had a map. If you are here, I'm like that ain't no church. Well, when you live in Texas, you can't drive a half block without passing a church. They're like bars in Nevada, yeah. And they want to cancel Chris Pratt for going to church. Yes, yes, they do. But hey, it's good enough for the Super Bowl. Um, let's see uh, the the next commercial, pet commercial, Amazon. Don't remember that. Um, Rockstar's Workday. That was I put that down as the funniest, even though I can't remember it now. The electric vehicle PE. That was pretty funny. They were talking about if you're, you're uh, like 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 you know having wiener problems. That's a PE problem. That one wasn't bad. Bush beer making fun of Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, another Jesus ad later, Travolta singing Summer Love. I thought that was kind of uh, tasteless without, you know, Olivia Newton-John. And then the last one I wrote down, the uh, by the way, Snoop Dogg, boy, he lost all credibility. Snoop Dogg has now got a signature line of sketchers. Boy, that's really hood. I mean, was New Balance not fucking willing to sign your deal? And then Utah performing at the Sphere in Vegas. That was the last ad I I wrote down. All in all, the ads sucked. Another year of bad Super Bowl commercials. I mean, we we should be used to this by now, shouldn't we? Hey, now, I wear slip-on Skechers. Hey, and you are a, a, a beautiful white woman who's in that weird age group, and Snoop Dogg should not be selling shoes to you. 
Were there any scratch and, simis, sm, uh, scratch and sniff that smelled like weed? Probably all of them. Yeah, I was not. When I saw Snoop Dogg did that, I was like, oh, man. Let's see. Anything else that I need to talk about? Let's see. Did, did I miss anything on the Super Bowl? Because we still got regular stories to talk about. We shot more shit down over the weekend. I'm ready for this fucking Alex Murdaugh trial to be over with because I have no idea who he is and don't care either. Seeing Elon Musk at the game last night with Rupert Murdoch, that was fun. Let's see. Uh, you forgot about the horrible Jeep ad about Jeep going electric. Is that another EV? Uh, did you hit on Crown Royal, what, the, the Canada one? Oh, we got to thank Canada for everything. No, I don't, I don't have to thank Canada for anything. Dave Grohl. I thought Dave, I didn't know Dave Grohl was from Seattle. Was he, I, I thought he was from Seattle. I didn't know he was from Canada. Be saying all that stuff about Canada and it all being a Crown Royal ad. Weak. All, all, all the commercials last night were just bad. Jeep has had a hybrid for three years now, nothing new. Yeah. Did you see the celebs in the crowd when Adele flashed on the screen? I thought of you, Arnie. Yes, I, I'm sure you did when she... That was it. That was the funniest. Hello. Yeah. It's me. Mm-hmm. We know it's you, hon. I was wondering no. if after no. all these years you'd like to meet. No, I, I don't want to meet you, but thank you anyway. The rock star ad was Paul Stanley, Joan Jett, and Ozzy going through an office shaming people for using the phrase rock star. Yeah, that would, t- to me, that was the best commercial of the Super Bowl. My name is Oswald. That was funny. Having Ozzy Osbourne work in a fucking office is funny. I I will give it up for that. That was the best ad of the Super Bowl was the rock star ad. Stop using the word rock star when defining defining your office workmates. Oh, that was, yeah, Scott, good call on that one. That was the best commercial of the Super Bowl. All right, phone number. 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. We're going to have listener mail on Wednesday, uh, brought to you by our friends at JS Floors. We have got real stuff to talk about next. Well, it was all that I could do to keep from crying. Sometimes it seems so useless to You don't have to call me darling, darling. You never even call me by my name. You don't have to call me Waylon Jennings. And you don't have 
longer anymore Even though you're on my fighting side And I'll hang around as long as you will let me And I never minded standing in the rain But you don't have to call In your phone book And I've seen it On signs Where I play But the only time I know I'll hear David Allen Cole Is when Jesus Has his final Judgment day Steve Goodman wrote that song and he told me it was the perfect country and western song. I wrote him back a letter and I told him it was not the perfect country and western song because he hadn't said anything at all about mama or trains or trucks or prison or getting drunk. Well, he sat down and wrote another verse to the song and he sent it to me and after reading it, I realized that my friend had written the perfect country and western song, and I felt obliged to include it on this album. The last verse goes like this here. Well, I was drunk the day my mom got out of prison. And I went to pick her up in the rain. Before I could get to the station in the pickup truck, she got robbed over by a damned old train. And I'll hang around as long as you will let me.
He's pounding down, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can be done? Are we've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm East Pound, just like no bandit run. Keep your foot hard on the pedal, son, never mind them brakes. Let it all hang out, cause we gotta run to make. The boys are thirsty in Atlanta, and there's beer in Texarkana. And we'll bring it back no matter what it takes. East Pound and down, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go. And a short time to get there I'm eastbound just watch your bandit run
that you don't understand They keep a showing my pants and not my face on TV <laughs> on it than a public toilet. Probably more diseases, too. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. Uh, welcome back to the big show here on a Monday, the day after the uh, Bowl of Superness is done. If you missed my coverage of the Bowl of Superness, it's okay. Don't worry. You can go back, upload it, go to ArnieRadio.com, become a member, Upload it. You can hear it all there. We talk commercials. We talk halftime show. We talk national anthem. We talked it all. Good morning to Gold. He says, hello, hello. Arise. Good morning in Oklahoma this morning. Hope that you are doing well. Now we get back to the regular scheduled show um, and not the Super Bowl edition of it. Um, busy weekend for the United States, um, after we not shot down one, two, but three flying objects, or, or, or at least two more. The timeline goes like this. It started last week when a Chinese spy balloon was shot down over South Carolina. That was on Saturday, February 4th. Then, on February 10th, we shot down something over Alaska. By the way, by the way, there was a, a balloon crash outside of Hawaii four months ago. Then on Saturday, a second UFO was shot down in Canada. Then on Sunday, a third UFO was shot down over the Great Lakes. Now, they don't know. They're not saying what the UFOs are. They're all calling them UFOs because they're unidentified flying objects. That's all. Don't mean they're fucking nanu nanus on them. Uh, Brazilian President Luiz uh, Lula da Silva visited the White House. A reporter asked if Kirby had information other than Chinese balloons. He confirmed the Pentagon has been tracking a high-altitude object flying at 40,000 feet over Alaska airspace for about a day, but underlined there is no information yet to discern whether it's Chinese or even uh, corporate origin. He stressed the president has ordered the downing after being advised by the Pentagon. Um, does anyone else feel like we're being attacked? I mean, more so than usual. I mean, we're, we're attacked on the daily for our belief systems, words we say, things we believe in. We're attacked for that daily. But now it seems like these, these weather balloons or these, these balloons that, that are, are, are tracking us, it seems a little much, doesn't it? Uh, imagine being able to traverse the cosmos in a ship that would have been able to travel faster than light, only to be taken down by a rocket-propelled ordinance, LOL. Yeah, that's why I can't think that they're, they're you know, spacemen and women up there. Um, that sounds species this morning. I still believe. Uh, attacked, yes, very much so. Uh, 
I mean, it, it feels that way. It feels like, man, we got to look up at the sky to make sure nobody's looking down at us. By the way, I'm, I'm not going to go through the whole toot toot and I told you so and things like that. But isn't it peculiar and isn't it funny? And, and I know they said that they tried to say that this happened during Trump's watch and nobody can really agree with that because if it did happen on Trump's watch, of course it would be on the front page and that Donald Trump was actually selling the, the ideas to Russia because, you know, he was in cahoots with Russia. Oh, wait, that's all fake. That, that's right. I'm sorry. That was all fake. Um, yet we have Captain, Captain Dipshit in office right now, the man who says things like, um, let's see. When I was coming up as a kid, you know, cops were learned to, you know, required to learn to shoot to kill. We ought to be able to shoot to stop. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. I mean, we go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. Why is that funny? This woman helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway. Yeah, got my rocks off. Maybe have Hunter talk with China. China and Russia are straight up fucking with us. Boy, it sure does seem that way. It sure does seem that way. And, and, and before I get to the big story of the weekend, because there was a big story that came out this weekend that not a lot of people are talking about, this to me was another one of these big stories. How Jim Jordan, who's a Republican, he's a, he's a member of the House, His tweet concerned House Joint Resolution 24, which overturns a D.C. bill allowing non-citizens to vote in legal elections. Jim Jordan is being criticized after saying only Americans should vote in American elections. Wait, 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 he's being criticized for saying only Americans should vote in American elections. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about how fucking stupid that sounds. That a man in this country is being criticized for saying that Americans should be the only ones voting in American elections. You know, uh, let me just say this. I I might get some backlash for this, but I 100% agree with Rep. Jim Jordan on this. Why would we why would we allow non-American citizens to vote in our elections? Does this mean that I am I missing something? Am I missing something? Do I need to get a, a, a truckload of people to go to Italy the next time they have an election and I can vote in their elections? Oh, I can't. Well, that doesn't seem right. I mean, if we allow foreigners to vote in our elections, we should be able to vote in their elections too, shouldn't we? Huh? And especially at the local level. Rep. Jim Jordan from Ohio caused stir, saying, uh, said Democrats in Washington were ridiculous to support a decision allowing non-citizens the opportunity to vote. Only Americans should vote in American elections. What am I missing? 
I, am I missing? Wait, wait, wait. I need to know. Am I missing something here? Because I think this one's pretty easy. Usually when it's this easy, I'm missing something. The tweet concerned House Joint Resolution 24 are the disapproving the action of the District of Columbia Council in approving local resident voting rights amendment act of 2022. The resolution seeks to overturn a bill that the DC Council in October which opened the local voting to immigrants. Why wait as Swoosh says uh, he's right which means I'm right on this. Um Um, once again, what am I missing? What, why is it wrong that we say Americans only get to vote in American elections? Oh, because, because we have immigrants that live in this country? Well, you know what you can do? This is, this is what you can do. You can become a citizen. Okay. I mean, it only takes 10 years, but that's what you can do. Uh, you know me, I'm pro-immigrant and diversity, but even I have always stood by voting is only for American citizens, no matter the district, municipality, etc. Want to vote? Become a citizen, period. Thank you. I, 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 look, look I'm, I'm being honest here. I'm, I'm not trying to be my hard right-wing self here. I'm not trying to be a dick to all the fuzzy foreigners that come to this country. <laughs> Go to China and try it, LOL. Um, I, 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 I'm truly lost. Like, I remember, I remember we talked about this bill happening and them allowing, you know, non, them allowing immigrants to vote, which I think is just the most ridiculous, stupid thing in the entire world. Oh, Arnie, work for citizenship? I know, right? I mean, if everybody's coming here, look, shouldn't that tell you something? Shouldn't that tell you something? That we have these throngs of people coming here. Now, I don't know if they're coming for the water parks. I, I don't know if they're coming for whatever meat we, uh, we, we serve on a stick here that you can't get in your countries. I don't know why you're coming here. But usually when people go to a really, really popular place, what happens to that popular place makes it harder to get in because they know they can because people are still going to come there. So that's what we should do here in America. Hey, we want you to come here, but you've got to do it the right way. I have never said ever on this show that we should close our borders and never allow anyone in. I've never said that. If you want to come here the right way, and, and the Ass family, look, the reason why I'm so, I, I'm so protective of this is because the Ass family has family members that did this. Look, I, I'm just going to out him right now. I, I don't see him on here, but Stackar. Stackar and his family came over here from India. He was born here. He and his brother were born here. His parents weren't. They came over here, and they became U.S. citizens. They did the hard work. They wanted to make a better life for their kids. So they came here, and they did the hard work, and they did the heavy lifting, and they became citizens. I have zero problem with people like that. Not at all. 
You're an American citizen as far as I'm concerned. I don't care that you were born in Bangladesh or whatever. You became a citizen. You're all right by me. You mean you, you mean illegal aliens, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, these are people that are not going through. Uh, they, they don't care if they're going through the citizenship. They just want people here, and they want them to vote because they can control them by saying, hey, if you vote this way, we'll give your area more money. Well, we can import all these immigrants to have them vote for our candidate and then deport them. (laughs) See, the Democrats won't do that, though. They bring them all in, and they keep them here, and they keep them fat and happy every election cycle. But the problem is, is that the immigrants aren't as dumb as the Democrats think they are. And that's the big that's the big counterpoint here and we've seen it happen now in the last three elections, especially the last one um, being here in Texas. Um, the the final can- county in Texas down where McAllen is, where where Brownswood Brownsville is uh, has historically always been Democrat because of the humongous immigrant population. A lot of them are illegals, but hey, the, uh, a lot of them are legal too. And we have seen that go from, from blue to red. We've seen it happen. Something we didn't see, think we'd ever see in our lifetime is that county in Texas is now a Republican county because the Democrats have not done anything they promised for those illegal aliens or those immigrants that came here legally. There's no representation for them. They don't get their points across. They don't get to hear their voices heard. And they've finally come out and said, enough is enough. We're going the other way. In the last two elections, they have. And we've seen it happen in Florida as well. Where all these immigrants have come to this country and they've said, hey, the Democrats promised all this. We're not getting shit. And the Republicans are the ones who are actually doing shit for us, so we're going to vote for them now. And you can hate it, and you can get mad all you want. That's just the way it goes. We'll see what happens with it all. But I, I, I still can't believe that somebody is getting yelled at for saying an Americans should be the only ones voting in American elections. It's mind-numbing. Now, in a story that, that we have been waiting for and waiting for and waiting for. This is from, and it was all over the news this weekend. I don't know how many people got to see it. Names of individuals allegedly tied to sex offender Jeffrey Epstein will be released through unsealed court documents in the coming months, according to a new report. Previously sealed documents with information on Epstein Associates, perpetrators, victims, employees, and others will be made public. Reported on the new court filings pertaining the uh, Virginia Goofries lawsuit against former Epstein associate Ghislaine Maxwell. A total of 167 names could be made public when the documents are unsealed. 
Prince Andrew is accused of sexual assault, is expected to be included in the documents. Several of the currently unidentified individuals from the list have reportedly already been identified through media interviews. For example, John Doe 18, an assistant state district attorney, already appears in available police reports. John Doe 23, an alleged perpetrator, was accused of playing a role in Epstein's sex trafficking scheme and has since died after the original case. Also, John Doe 24, allegedly an associate of Alan Dershowitz, who was sued by Goofrey before she dropped the case against him. By the way, I saw an interesting interview. Um... This list will be redacted for sure. Oh, I'm, oh, fuck, of course it is. Sounds like some of them rich people and celebs don't pony up enough money to the right federal lawyers, yeah. Arnie, you know this list will never see the light of day. I think it, I think some of it will. And, 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 and hear me out here. Uh, somehow the person with the doc will commit suicide and the doc will disappear. Fuck, you think Hillary can get all hundred of them? <laughs> This is what I think, because last week this happened to Alan Dershowitz. You don't know who Alan Dershowitz is. Alan Dershowitz is probably the, the best lawyer in the world. He's the head of Harvard Law. He was a part of the OJ case, not a big part, but he, he, did, he did play a role in it. And Alan Dershowitz was friendly with Jeffrey Epstein, from what I understand, allegedly, because I don't want him coming after me. Well, last week he was being interviewed, and I wish I still had this because the interviewer called him out. Well, let's see if I can hold on. If I can find it, I'll play it for you. Um, um, Alan. Alan Dershowitz. No, that ain't it. Uh, Epstein Island. I'm trying to find the, the here we go. Hold on a second. Let me, let, let me get this. This guy just, he, he destroys Alan Dershowitz. And Dershowitz fights back. I'll give him credit for fighting back. But man, oh, man. See if you can pick up what I heard in this interview here. So. Okay. You took your 10-year-old daughter to Jeffrey Epstein's island. That's an interesting take. Final well, question nobody, for you, sir. Final no, question. it's not. A, no, no, no. That's, that's a sleazy point. No, I must answer that. You cannot get away with that. She was 10 years old. She went with my wife and I. We were on vacation. There were no allegations about him. I'm How not saying dare you make an inference like I'm that? Not, I'm not Shame saying that. What I'm saying you. to you is... Shame on you. No, no, no. That's a bit like the people who took their, their, their children. I mean, I, you, have to be, you have to understand where I'm coming from on that, Alan. If people are saying no, things about Jeffrey Epstein, I wouldn't be taking my daughter. That's your business. Okay. You island. took your 10-year-old daughter to Jeffrey Epstein's island. That's an interesting... Do notice how Alan Dershowitz does not disagree that he took his daughter to Epstein Island. Do not miss the fact that Alan Dershowitz admits to being on Epstein Island, which was an island of alleged pedophiles where, where Jeffrey Epstein kept underage girls. Why? it Now, now, now look, look here. Not saying that Alan Dershowitz did anything wrong. Why would you take your family to that island? 
I, I mean, I would would you take would would you take your 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 family to like a sandals vacation? You know, where 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 uh, hedonism. Would you take your ten year old daughter and your wife to hedonism? Well, we were on another side of the island. Oh, I, I'm sure. I, I'm sure that the island was vast, and you could get away from all the the underage sex romps that were going on there. Alan Dershowitz should have just fucking taken his his earpiece out, slammed it down, and walked out when that guy said that. That's what Alan Dershowitz should have done. We're starting to see people crack a little bit. Oh, the cracking is happening. Do you not remember? Um, and 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 look, look. These people realize that their names are on a list somewhere. We'd never ever in all the years of of watching TV and and seeing celebrities, Tom Hanks has never lost his cool. Remember last year. Somebody got a little too close to Rita Wilson. He yelled, and he, he yelled out, fuck. He snapped a little bit. And this is a guy who's been hounded by the media for years and years and years. But he's allegedly on that list, too. We're starting to see these small fibers crack with these celebrities. It's very interesting. Um, yep, this guy would take his 10-year-old to, uh, Whore Island if he could find a group on for it. Yeah, Alan Dershowitz, I, uh, I gotta say, man, oh, man. That, uh, the reporter or the host of that show, I don't know who he is, I guess it was some British show or something, or Australian. He took his shot, and, and, and let me just say, no matter what Dershowitz said, if it, once again Dershowitz, take the earpiece out, drop it on the on on the table, and walk out. You don't say a word. You don't you don't come and fight and say, "Oh, what a sleazy thing to say." Why is that a sleazy thing to say? Why is that a sleazy thing to say? Was it a sleazy island? Is it a bad place? Why are you reacting this way? Oh, look, look, everybody who's saying, oh, the names aren't going to come out, don't take my Christmas away from me. Don't, don't, don't take this away from me. Let me be a little happy that these names could come out. Though I know they'll probably be redacted somehow in the court. I have hopes for people like WikiLeaks and, 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 and those people that, that leak that stuff. And by the way, by the way, I, I want you to I want you to think about something. If this stuff is redacted, which I, I agree with you guys a lot of the times when it comes to this shit, that I agree it'll probably be redacted. What about the WWE Super Bowl ad? I wish I could do that work, LOL. I didn't see WWE one. Um, but you are protecting child molesters. 
All these people, all, all these news people, both the left and the right, they come out and they talk about how awful these child predators are, how awful these bad things that happen to schools are, how awful it is we have to protect the children, we have to protect the children. Well, how about you practice what you preach? And you know, a good way to protect the children to would get these monsters off the fucking streets. I would not give two shits if one of these celebrities or one of these people, one of these district attorneys from New York were to put a gun in his mouth and kill himself because he had sex with children. I would be able to sleep well at night knowing that he was off the streets. I'd be upset that he did not get uh, raped to death in a prison. But hey, he's dead. Which means that, that someone's monster is now dead. This is why I feel so much for, for rape victims and people that, that were touched as kids. Because when you're murdered, you don't ever have to worry about anything ever again. Your family feels the pain. I understand. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's a, a painless death. But at least you get to die. These people that have people molest them or rape them, they know that their monster is still out there. And when you take that monster off the face of the earth, those people are finally able to maybe sleep a little bit. I don't buy the, the lengthy prison sentences for rapists or for fucking pedophiles. I don't buy that at all. I think that this should be a two-week sentence and you get killed at the end of the two weeks. You ruin someone's life. And they still have to live it. These people that survived this, I, I don't know how they do it. They're the strongest people I've ever seen. And they get through it. And they're inspirational to a lot of people. And I understand the ones that can't. Because your life has been completely taken away from you. From somebody who's going to get maybe a few years in jail... Uh, they're going to be protected because, you know, they're kid touchers. And they get to go to a special kid toucher prison. And then they get let out. And once again, oh, lo and behold, down the road, they touch another kid. Well, that's fantastic. Now that, that person's a monster to two people. Um... So some asshole leaked the decision for the Supreme Court, but no one has the balls to leak this. Pathetic. Yo, House of Pain. You know what's so funny about that is that they leaked that decision from the Supreme Court, yet the Supreme Court still can't find who did that. Somebody's being protected. And you're goddamn right about this. Why can't this leak? Why do we wait for them to, uh, to do it? A little help. Uh, most abusers were abused, vicious cycle. Oh, I get it. I totally understand. They should be sentenced to a glory hole in Moscow. 
I think that's even too good for him. The only thing that they get to fucking suck on is a revolver. Hey, here, why, why don't you wash your mouth out with a double uh, with, with, with a double barrel shotgun? Your out says, did someone say glory hole? I'm here. No, not 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 a good one. This is not a good one. I just don't get it, man. I, 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 I don't understand why. I, I mean, I'm just going to go through it again. I mean, why do we, why do we say that we want to protect America's children? Why do we want to protect the youth of America? Why, why would you say any of that, yet you're protecting some of these people that rape kids? It doesn't make sense to me. And I don't care who's on the list. You could put George Strait's name on that list, and I would say get rid of him. You don't touch kids. I want to hear the judge say the sentence is five minutes alone with the dad. Oh, boy, you want to get people to believe in the system again. You go around like that. Hell yeah. You let daddy have five minutes in there with, with, with an Epsteiner. Oh, Oh, by the way, you said judge, and it made me think of Mike Judge. I watched the first Beavis and Butthead from last week. That shit is hysterical. They're, they, 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 they watch videos from TikTok. Instead of being MTV videos, they're watching this. And then they had this other video they played. That was some of the funniest writing I've seen in a long time for Beavis and Butthead. The country singer video, that, that's been one of the best things I've seen on TV. And I watch it like four times over the weekend and laugh my ass off every time. And you know, goddamn well, if Trump was on that list, it would have been leaked a long time ago. Oh, Trump's, no, 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 no. If Trump would have been on that list, he would have been the only name mentioned. Let, let, let's not even pretend. If Donald's was, if his name was on there, if the name Trump was on there in general, whether it be Eric, Don Jr., Ivanka, Melania, hell, even the little kid, the 16-year-old kid, whatever his name is, that would have been the first thing mentioned. Donald Trump was on the pedophile island. Of course it would. I found Beavis and Butthead from 2022 on Paramount+. Plus. Is that the same thing, Arnie? I don't see 2023. No, um, the 2023, it's on uh, Comedy Central. Kale Dobbs. Stackhart, yes, Kale Dobbs is the video. That's all you need to see is to watch Beavis and Butthead explain this country music video. It's the best three minutes that, that I've had in a long time. Oh, especially TV-wise. That was good, good shit. The Dobbs episode is called The Chosen One. There you go. All right, thank you for that. God damn, that was fucking good. All right, let's see what we got next. <laughs> well, California, get ready. Oh, boy. Another fucking genius here. Oh, good. We're going to talk about Scott Weiner, too. The fucking guy that lets it, lets 10 year age different. Um, this is by Supervisor Hillary Ronan. 
She's also a supervisor in San Francisco. What's happening right now on Cap Street, it's become more brazen and bigger than we've ever seen before. By the way, what's happening there is prostitution, a neighborhood overrun with sex workers. Instead of repeating the same cycle we've repeated for decades, it's time to try something new. Supervisor Hillary Ronan calls the situation out of control and says that the streets have become lined with prostitutes and pimps. This week, she's expected to announce a resolution that will urge the state of California and its lawmakers to legalize prostitution. She says, uh, and she looks like she speaks like this. I don't think this is going to happen tomorrow. This would be a major change in policy and direction. I certainly won't be the first person to try to urge the legalization of prostitution, and I won't be the last. Um, the surge in prostitution is apparent human trafficking comes and changed the law into effect last summer, uh, last month that repealed the ban of loitering with the intent to engage in prostitution. The bill's sponsor, Democratic State Senator Scott Weiner, argued the change would protect transgender women who he said are disproportionately targeted by the police. Now, I want you to think about what this woman is saying. Well, it's gotten to be too hard to prosecute and arrest all these people. So instead of that, let's just legalize it. Hmm. Well, does that does that go the same with well, because child molestation is running rampant in California and it's so hard to charge, why don't we just make that legal as well? I mean, you know, it's getting hard to crack down on all the different drugs. Let's be like Seattle and Portland and somewhere in British Columbia that has just allowed drugs to become legal because it's just too hard to police that. Now, since that last example is a real example and it's happening, let's see, do we have any data on Oh, we do, we do. The Seattle morgue is overrun with overdose deaths, and they don't have places to put the bodies? Hmm, that sounds peculiar. Portland, they've seen an over 700% increase in overdose deaths. Well, since the new law went into place. Not gas guys. Come on, Arn. Hooker's got to eat too. 
Of course, it's about the trannies, the men who try to be women, not the actual women. I, I am so over this whole trans movement. I am so done with it. I want to wash my hands of it because it's so infuriating. And, and, and honestly, I, I really don't understand how any woman can support the trans movement. All the trans movement is doing is battling women. You can't define what a woman is anymore. You can't tell women what they are anymore. Your, your, your women's sports leagues are going to be inundated with dudes that aren't good enough for the dudes' leagues, but they can beat you. Hey, I've, I've said my piece. Ladies, y'all, you know what? Here's the thing. Ladies, y'all are going to have to start fighting a little harder. I know, I know, and it's not fair. It's not fair at all. Y'all have been fighting your asses off ever since you came to this world. Women have always been dumped on, and now they're being dumped on by other women. Because white liberal women are unhappy and have weak husbands. No, don't say they're unhappy. They're not unhappy. They're guilty. This is, this is all it stems from. It's not a happiness thing. It's a guilt thing. They feel guilty because they drive a new car. They feel guilty because they've done it. See, this is, the, this is the part that I have a hard time getting past, and this is why I can't ever come to their side. They worked really, really hard in school. They went off to get a good job, and they got a good job, and the job pays them a lot of money, and they can buy a nice house, and they can live in a nice neighborhood, and they feel guilty for it. Why do you feel guilty for it? You worked your ass off for it. You didn't hurt anybody on your way up. Well, we have more than anybody else. Well, you worked your ass off. You got what you deserved. Look what the trans movement did to poor Michael Sarah. He has to look back at sex scenes with Elliot Page when he was Ellen and say, ooh, 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 I had sex with a dude. Yeah, is Michael Sarah gay now? I mean, we need to ask that question. Because, you know, now Elliot Page is the man. Takes a lot of shirt pictures without a shirt on. You're not a man. Oh, and, and by the way, mark my words. Mark my words. I, I'm, you know what? I should have made this a prediction because this would have been a funny prediction for 2023. Elliot Page will star in a an action movies series soon. Something like a John Wick, but it'll be Elliot Page. I'm just going to tell you this right now. I wouldn't be surprised to see Elliot Page in the new Expendables movie. Keep keep ramming that shit down our throat, all five foot one of him. And why? It's to insult our intelligence. That's what it is.
we're supposed to believe that in all this made up shit that that I get I guess that we just have to suspend all belief now. Oh, Elliot Page can kick a, a six foot three black dude's ass who's lived in the gym his whole life. Okay. Elliot Page and Mission kind of possible. Uh, uh, Escape Room is the uh, special one. Is the exact same episode that I saw on Paramount Plus. I showed twelve episodes on Paramount. Yes. Uh, yeah, that that's the only one I've seen. The the Escape Room. Yeah, they're on that. They're they're on that. Escape Room is on that. Uh, they need to get Elliot Page in the next Transformers movie. Is someone jealous of the robots? You know, there is another Transformers movie coming. I, I just saw the ad for that this weekend as well. Elliot Page is the definition of toxic masculinity, taking all the worst traits because they think that's what makes a man. No shit, walking around shirtless all the time. Hey, check me out. I'm Elliot Page. I'm a man now. Are you really? You, you really think you're a man, Elliot? I mean, first of all, your name's Elliot. The most popular Elliot hung out with a fucking weird little space creature. Elliot. He replaced Elliot Ness, so you can't say that you're a man like Elliot Ness. No. Yes, we have to we have to make fucking prostitution legal to save the trans population. I love it. I I absolutely love it. <laughs> and our final story of this break here, a third of Americans open to the idea of genetically enhancing their children to make them smarter, study suggests. So you you want to fuck around? See, th- th- this is the this is the definition of fucking around and finding out. A third of, Medi- of a, a third of Americans, it's over a hundred million Americans, are open to the idea of genetically modifying their children. Well, there you go. There you go. Oh, the playing God continues. They'll modify their children if it raises the chances of them getting into a top university. Well, here's an idea. Make them study. Don't be so soft on them when they break the rules. Make them earn everything they get. I mean, did I did I just ruin something there? Didn't they see the movie Gattaca and, and how hor- horrific generic ma- manipulation is? Genius movie, by the way. Oh, hey, look, look here. I think it's fantastic. You want to genetically manipulate your own child. Boy, nothing says love like that. By the way, if you become one of these people, you lose every ability to question anything anybody ever does with their children. If somebody wants to have an abortion because they find out their child has uh, Down syndrome, you can't say a fucking word to them. Because that's modifying the genetics, would it not? 
And by the way, there have been people that have done that. There have been a lot more people that haven't done that, that made good lives for their kids who had Down syndrome. There's a, uh, there's a kid that I follow on uh, TikTok. It's a big wrestling fan. His name is Derek. And Derek has got about 3 million followers. He does a bunch of wrestling stuff. And he's full-blown Down syndrome kid. And his videos are fantastic. People come up to him at wrestling events. The wrestlers go up to him. And he is living a somewhat normal life. He's had jobs, drinks beer, hangs out with his family. Because his parents cared. They, 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 they worked with him. And they still have a lot of work to do. But this idea that you want to genetically enhance your kids? Mm-mm-mm. Hey, you know what? Go ahead. Go right ahead. See, this is, this is me trying to get along. Go ahead. Because I ain't going to be here much longer. When you see what happens when you fuck these kids up genetically like that, I can't wait to be looking down and laughing and, and just... I think I think my dad's gonna get tired of sitting next to me uh, up in heaven when I keep playing this. I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot toot. Of course, people with Down syndrome can be normal, successful. Even look, Colt McCoy almost won a national title. Come on, Colt was a good guy. Still in the league too, by the way. All right, phone number is seven seven five three five seven fans. Arnie Radio One at gmail.com. Four letter words just to get me along. It's a difficulty, and I'm biting on my tongue, and I keep stalling and keeping me together. People around got. They call me help They call me Stacy They call me her They call me Jane That's not my name That's not my name That's not my name That's not my name They call me Quite But I'm a diet Mary Jo Lisa Always the same That's not my name That's not my name That's not my name That's not my name I'm Mr. Catch If they told me the the last trip standing up against the wall Keep up falling these hills that keep me boring Getting clamped up and sitting on the fence now So alone all the time and I lock myself away Listen to me, I'm not I know I'm dressed up out and all with everything Considered they forget my name They call me help
in the KGB. So, uh, no funny business. Are you already said it was easily the worst performance ever during a Super Bowl. I didn't expect him to say anything else. Uh, now, uh, news about celebrities that have nothing to do with the Super Bowl here. It seems that we have some sad news to report today, ladies and gentlemen. I, I take no great uh, joy in this, but uh, it's sad that we have to announce... The death of a relationship. Oh, this was one of those hot and heavy relationships where the two could not get enough public displays of affection with one another. I'm surprised the young lady wasn't finger blasted in public. I'm sure she was. But I'm talking about the breakup of America's It Couple, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Before anybody asks, Machine Gun Kelly is a rapper or a rocker or I don't know what he is. He's a trans musician. I don't know what industry he falls in. And I use the word uh, musician very, very... uh, Lightly, when I describe Machine Gun Kelly. Um, Megan Fox yesterday deleted every picture of him from their Instagram account. There could be a reason. The reason Sophia Lloyd, the guitarist for Machine Gun Kelly... As Megan Fox yesterday deletes her Instagram account after sharing cryptic dishonesty posts hours after a joint appearance at a Super Bowl party. It seems they're no longer together. She wrote, you can taste the dishonesty. It's all over your breath. That means he didn't wipe his mouth after he went down on the guitar player. 
which are lyrics from Beyonce's track, Pray You Catch Me, about her husband Jay-Z's own affair. She then removed all traces of Machine Gun Kelly from her Instagram, having unfollowed him before deleting her account altogether. Now, as, as I look back on this whirlwind romance, I have to say this did nothing but help his career and did shit for hers. Arnie, I love you, my man, but honestly, who gives a shit? Well, uh, the, the front page of the, the Daily Mail, they give a shit, and they, 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 you know, they have a circulation of about 10 million people. This is just yet another Hollywood story. Now, now I bring it up. I'm going to make you care about it now because I always do. She probably stuck her big toe, big toe thumb up his butt. Um, Machine Gun Kelly is a failure, just miserable failure at music. Even landing a hot ass chick like like her, even though she got big old big big toe thumbs, helped his career, helped him sell records more than anything because he was with a hot chick. She hasn't done shit. Her acting career is well, she's not much of an actress. But now you got to ask, who's got the dirtier cooch? Is it, is it her? Or do we still hold up people that slept with Charlie Sheen like Denise Richards? See, Denise Richards, it took a long time for her to clean that cooch out. See, this is why I'm doing it. This is why I did the story is because we have to figure out how long it's going to take to clean out that cooch. I mean, you think about it. Charlie Sheen did some damage to Denise Richards. And all we look, we we can go through the 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 throngs of hot chicks that have gone with bad guys, and we all sit and go, "What the fuck?" Or I wouldn't touch her with a twenty foot pole. I mean, is she is she a twenty foot poler now? She was hot. Yeah, exactly. She was hot. How soon before he hooks up with either a Kardashian or Olivia Wilde? Ooh, see, Olivia Wilde, there's another one. There's another dirty cooch. She was with that weirdo Harry Styles. Uh-uh, I ain't got no, no, no love for her. What she did to Jason Sudeikis is criminal. Threes of people are sad about this, yeah. But I, I gotta say, I, I gotta say that I am shocked that these two didn't make it. I was really rooting for these kids. I mean, let me let me just put this out there: Machine Gun Kelly is trash. Megan Fox was a, at best a B movie actress who never showed her tits. She could have gone a lot further if she would have showed her tits in a movie. She could have at least been at Denise Richards level. Denise Richards show them hogs off. Maybe Brittany will get more get over her grief by of their breakup by posting more nude pics. I can't read today for some reason. I wouldn't touch her with someone else's dick. 
Yeah, Megan Fox is done. I mean, she had horrible taste in men. First, she was with Brian Austin Green. That's got to be terrible. I'm going to tell you who, who she ends up with. I'm making a prediction. All right, so uh, somebody beat me on the machine gun, Kelly. I think he ends up with a Kardashian ogre. He and Chloe are going to start a thing now. Maybe Kim, I don't know. Oh, by the way, next week the A&E series starts the uh, the A&E documentaries start up again next week, and hopefully Dusty Rhodes is next week, baby. The American Dream Biography Legends next Sunday. Awesome. He was a rapper till he tried to rap battle with Eminem, and she's forever unclean. Please be Pete Davidson. No, no. I'm going to tell you who she ends up with. She's going to end up with Marilyn Manson. Mark my words. Machine Gun Kelly start dating Elliot Page in a twist. Pete Davidson's thinking he's going to jump on this, but he ain't, because he and Machine Gun Kelly are pals. Here's my prediction. Megan will end up marrying a Jewish lawyer. You heard it here first. All right. Now, the Kardashians are, are once again in the news. Oh, God. Why are the Kardashians in the news? Following the launch of their new vaginal wellness gummies. What do the Kardashians know about vaginal wellness? I have never seen a group of women beat up their vaginas more. Kourtney Kardashian is facing criticism from women's health experts who slam the celebrity's probiotic as incredibly problematic. <laughs> I don't want to read this to you, but I have to. Quote, Vaginal health is such an important part of a woman's overall well-being and not talked about enough, which is why we are so excited to launch this. Give your vagina the sweet treat it deserves and turn it into a sweet treat. Advertising their new product read, you know what they say, you are what you eat. We combined real pineapple and vitamin C with the power of clinically studied SNZ 1969 probiotics to target vaginal health and pH levels that support freshness and taste. Their latest vitamin is called Lemmy Purr. Uh, can I get some Lemmy Purr vitamins? My wife's snatch is a little bit on the nasty side. Um, gynecologists and other women's health experts called out the uh, star in the product. They cautioned consumers that there's no scientific evidence behind the claim that the vitamins work. And to seek advice from a doctor instead of an influencer. Got to be a Bruce and Vagina joke somewhere in there, Arn. Oh, who do you think their main investor is? 
Fucking Caitlin is down in those things like Tic Tacs. Let me purr. purr. A doctor told the Daily Mail, all vaginas have an individual smell and taste which will vary according to your menstrual cycle. Yuck. The doctor went on to say, it's purely misogynistic and anti-feminist to suggest that vaginas are somehow unclean or unhygienic because of their natural smell doesn't fit in with the ideal provided in the mainstream media and porn. (laughs) Do you know how many of their idiotic fans are going to buy this? Let me just say the numbers will probably be in the millions. Oh man, I gotta have my I gotta have my cooter taste like Courtney Kardashians. <laughs> oh, this family gets better and better every single day. They give me a reason for waking up in the morning to see what they are going to do next. We've got a probiotic that'll make your cooter smell and taste better. We have no scientific proof behind that, though. But their fans are like, scientific proof, we don't need that. I hope they never make an Amy Schumer gummy. So these gummies will be shaped like Kardashians, kind of like the Flintstone vitamins. Who has to be the taste tester to see if they actually, well, there's only one. Well, or whoever's been with Kourtney Kardashian. I mean, Scott Disick is going around the country tasting vaginas now. Yeah, you taste like Kourtney. All vaginas are like a good bottle of wine. If you leave it out in the hot sun, it gets skunked. Why does your twat taste like salty balls, Caitlin? Oh, hold on. Let me take a vitamin. How many kinds of tuna are in there? How long before Lamar Odom has his line of boner pills available only at gas stations on the outskirts of town? (laughs) That's right. He bought boner pills at a gas station and had a stroke. Weird. Allegedly. Oh, my God. (laughs) Please do like... well, oh, I cannot stand this, and and I know y'all are with me on this. The cell phone barkers at the mall, or even worse, at like Costco or Sam's. Do you ever see these people there? They're trying to sell their 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 wares. Hey, uh, who's your uh, or or cable TV provider or satellite provider? They yell at you, and you go, "Well, I've got you guys." And then that's not good enough. They go, "Well, what, what, what?" And I just keep walking now. I want to see this, though. I, I, let's get rid of the barkers for cell phones and, 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 and TV systems and website systems. I want to see this guy at Sam's. Hey, lady, what does your cooter taste like? It could taste like Kourtney Kardashian's if you taste this. Oh, please let this be a thing at the mall now. Instead of spraying you with cologne, they just give this to you and go, come back in a couple hours and I'll taste your cooter. 
a charcuterie board. <laughs> Get it? You see what I did there? See, it's a, a, a instead of a chartoucherie board, it's a charcuterie board. Come get your vaginal gummies. Man, oh, man, I, I, I got to tell you, the world is truly a dumb place because this will sell. This is going to I promise you, they put the Kardashian name on it. They put it on their fucking website. It's going to sell. I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow sold a candle that smelled like her vag, for Christ's sake. It could taste like cheese and greasy meat. Oh, this is so bad. Now you're going to get girls all the time at school. They're licking themselves. I mean, that's good for the boys at schools because this is so bad. This is so bad. Come on. Come on. But once again, some of the reasons why I wake up in the morning. You guys know that I love to give Joe Biden shit. I love to give anybody shit, but this is just too easy. Uh, I've had this story for uh, a few days now and never had the time to get to it because we've had better stories. Uh, an insider at Sony Music claims that there is a possibility that them, along with a partner, are negotiating to, negotiating to acquire 50% of Michael Jackson's record music log catalog. And they're going to pay close to $900 million. They're, they're going to pay close to a billion dollars for half his music catalog. Um, let's see. Uh, The deal will be the biggest deal uh, to date, booming in uh, catalog market, as Justin Bieber just sold for $200 million last month. His estimated sale of over 400 million records worldwide, in addition to having 13 Billboard Hot Number 100 singles, which is third highest of any artist. Um, all right, let's talk about this. Why would you only buy half of his catalog? I mean, I mean, if you're going to spend a billion dollars on it, you might as well spend $2 billion and get the whole thing. I, I, I don't understand this move to buy half of someone's catalog. For Michael Jackson, he's totally tainted goods. Those are the investors who finished last in their class at business school. Well, here's the thing. Um, I, I know we, we all know why they're 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 doing this. Uh, they, they're selling it obviously so the family can get close to a billion dollars. And the reason why they're selling the publishing rights is because whoever buys them can then sell them to whatever place they want. And for the most part, Ogre, I agree with you that it's tainted. But it's tainted to us. Because there are still millions of Michael Jackson fans. You remember, 
Oh, hold on. Hee hee. I haven't done it yet since I said his name. You remember when he died? You remember all the people that showed up crying? He has, I, I will say this, the most loyal, true fans. His fan base, his true fan base that never went away through all the different allegations, all the weird behavior, hanging your baby out a window. And they will still fucking buy the products that Michael Jackson's music's used in. Because that's what it's going to be. This is for commercial purposes only. And those fans should be cross-checked against the Epstein Island log. Hey, Ogre, I, I understand. I, I get exactly where you're coming from. And a lot of these fans are young fans. These are people that, that were young fans. These, the, I remember when he, he died on the same day that Farrah Fawcett died. I think the world lost more with Farrah Fawcett just because of her nipples, but that's me. Um... I remember seeing seeing the throngs of people on TV. I remember watching the TV of this, and his fans were all anywhere between, I'll say, 18 and maybe 25 that don't care about any, any of the allegations. And there are people that know this, and that's what this is going to turn into. This is All this is is, is just bidding rights for... What Cadillac will get the Michael Jackson song? And what songs are being, I mean, is, is it Beat It? Is it, is it Billy Jean? Is it the Thriller album? Alleged assets include our MJ the Musical Broadway show and an upcoming biopic, Michael. Uh, so that's all in the sales, so... I was at the Mongolian Grill on Sparks having lunch with my wife and mother-in-law. Tainted a dead pedo is worth $900 million. Yeah. His music catalog sure is. And here's the, hey, look, look, not to me. You don't hear me play Michael Jackson on the show. I don't play R. Kelly on the show either. Now, I've played Michael Jackson in the past. I haven't played Michael Jackson in years on this show, though. And the sad part is that there was some of his music that I actually liked. I just... Very, very strange. Very strange. Mm. All right, next one. I was at the Mongolian Grill on Spar. Oh, when when Michael Jackson died, yeah, I was in Chicago. And I like to say when Farrah Fawcett died, because Farrah Fawcett was a bigger, in my opinion, she was more of an icon. Sorry, that poster. Oh, that one piece. Oh gosh. Let's see. Where do we go from here? Okay. Now, we've had teacher sex in the past where the teachers had sex with the kids. And we've had those monsters, those female teachers that have sex with the boys that ruin those boys forever. 
Now we have a story about teachers having sex with actual teachers. I know, isn't that crazy? I mean... A Georgia elementary school principal and male gym teacher have resigned after investigations revealed they routinely had sex in a school bathroom while his wife, who also was a teacher, willingly filmed them. Now look, people, I keep trying. I keep trying. I, 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 I do. I, I keep coming to you each and every day talking about how important school. What is going the teachers teachers you, you, you need to do better. Now now look here. We hear about these teacher unions and teachers wanting this and teachers wanting that and teachers aren't respected anymore. Well, it could be the fact that teachers are not really living up to that respect worthiness. How many teachers do we need to have sex with students? Yes, I like to have fun with it on this show. It's a it it it, it truly shows the 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 double standard that is in place when it comes to sex with underage people. I make a joke out of it on this show by playing the sex music when a female teacher ushers a boy into manhood, the way I like to put it. I mean, it's such it, it, it's such a a double standard that fucking Adam Sandler made a very terrible movie, but you watch it back a few times, it gets funnier, called That's My Boy, all about this subject, about a a kid and his teacher having a baby together. And in that movie, it's fictional because the teacher goes to prison for a long time. Female teachers hardly ever go to prison. There was a story out of Nebraska about four years ago, I remember doing it on this show, that an ugly teacher had issued a boy into manhood, and she was literally fined $250. Now, of course, when it's a male teacher and a 15 or 16-year-old girl, that guy is thrown into prison for 5, 10, 15 years. Now, this isn't about teachers having sex with kids. This is about the industry of teachers. Why aren't teachers working harder to clean up their own mess? This is a principal and a fucking male gym teacher. By the way, they have gym in elementary school. I remember we had recess. We didn't have gym. We had recess. And now the gym teacher is having sex with the principal and his wife is filming it on school grounds. Teachers unions want us to back them, and 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 look here. I try. I I do my best to speak for teachers, because I know how important teachers are. I know how important good teachers are. I should put it that way. And we're running out of them, people. We are running out of them because we're allowing this. These are the same group of people that wanted to protect a rapist in Virginia 
who raped a 15-year-old girl in a bathroom when he was 15 because he thought he was a girl, and then he went to another school and did it again, yet the administrators, who, by the way, were once teachers, didn't want to tell the kid's parents. Remember that? You remember we, we, we talked about that where they were calling parents terrorists, showing up and opposing what teachers had? Yet teachers want us to jump on their side and say, you deserve more money. You deserve this. You deserve that. Y'all make it really hard. Y'all make it really, really hard, but I'm still fighting for you every once in a while. Because I know a lot of teachers, and I know a lot of good teachers that are, that are hamstrung by the unions. And all I have to do is shake my head, and I can, I can just tell For you people that have young kids out there, man, oh, man, I, I wouldn't want to trade positions with you for anything in the world. for the, the ideas that they're teaching critical race theory in school. They're teaching this transgender acceptance everywhere. And the things they're not teaching the kids are the most important things, the things they need, the reading, the writing, the math, correct math, not just show your work math, the correct math. That no matter what you show me, one plus one cannot equal anything except two. The end. Oh, just show, show me your work, and one and one can equal 751. No, it can't. No, it, it can never equal that. I don't know about y'all, but it's fucking maddening as shit. And, and, and here's the maddening part for me is... We got to pay property tax. We got to pay for these schools. I don't want to pay for this shit. I want. I don't want to pay for you know trans studies. That's not going to help a kid get further in the world. Mm-mm-mm. But there you go. Teachers are hooking up with principals, and the wives are filming it. Man, oh man, isn't it great to be in America? It could be worse. could live in Russia. And the story is pretty bad. A Russian dominatrix sits stony-faced as she's found guilty of trying to kill her doppelganger by poisoning her with cheesecake and chicken soup in an attempt to steal her identity. So this fat Russian, because she's fat, this fat Russian dominatrix I got to ask. I, I just got to ask. Uh, while we're on the topic of shitty teachers, did you see this story? Teacher claims toddler's not too young for sexuality discussion. Hold on. Let me see this. Uh, California pre-K teacher sparks outrage after he says childhood innocence does not exist. Refers to, to it as mythology and claims toddlers are not too young for sexuality discussion. Okay, all right, then that's fair. Then you know what? If there's no such thing, I haven't seen that, House of Pain. Thank you. Let me let me comment real quick on this story. If that's the case and childhood innocence does not exist, 
Well, then, uh, I want my three-year-old to get a fucking job. How about that? I mean, I mean, if it's all a myth, if childhood innocence is all a myth, they might as well start working right away, right? Why do they need school? Get them into work. I mean, if we're going to have discussions on sexuality with toddlers, come on. This is such a weird world that we live in now that we're not even looking out for kids just being kids anymore. Look, I don't, I don't like kids at all. I think kids are awful, but, but, but they deserve to be kids. You know why? Because we got to be kids. Look, I'm willing to allow them to have a childhood. Why? Because I was allowed to have a childhood. And childhood was great. Yeah, there were ups and there were downs of it, but it was still childhood. I want you to think about that last day of school when you were a kid. I'm sending that one to my children, uh, my child care coordinator on campus for fuck's sake. Yeah. I want you to think about that last day of school when that bell rang. And I want you to think about how happy you were as a child. And tell me once again, it's all a mythology. That kids, it, it, because we had nothing to do. We didn't have to go to school. We could sleep all day if we wanted to. Or we were going on a vacation somewhere. That's one of the best parts about being a kid. The idea that we need to make them grow up so fast. I I hate that. I hate that. Start pulling your weight, Roscoe. Yep. Oh, yeah. He's getting a job soon. Now, back to this fucking awful. And by the way, have you ever noticed that dominatrixes usually are pretty ugly? You ever notice that? That they they get paid to, to, to kick guys in the junk and stuff? Mainly because they're just ugly. Hey, good for them to find their niche in life. You know, hey, and they can punish people that made their lives growing up suck. But this gal wanted to poison a friend of hers who looked like her with cheesecake. How dare you poison my cheesecake? Did it fuck up the taste? And by the way, who brings chicken soup and cheesecake to you? Somebody brings me chicken soup and cheesecake? I'm fucking like, wait a second, what the hell? I mean, that, that's just a combo that doesn't go. Mm, I'll have a cup of the chicken noodle soup and then a whole cheesecake, please. I don't know if you guys can hear that behind me, but I can hear, like, everything that's being played behind me right now. Oh, it's driving me crazy, but I ain't going to yell. I only have like five minutes left. So, yeah, they, they found this gal guilty. Yeah, they found her guilty pretty easy in murdering, you know, and wasting a cheese. I, I think that's the bigger crime you wasted a cheesecake. I mean, if you're going to poison the broad, just poison her fucking soup. Just poison the soup, man. It, let the cheesecake. Leave the cheesecake alone. Cheese, what did cheesecake ever do to you? Well, I can see what it's done to her. It's not done any favors for this fat gal. But, I mean, come on now. 
And that happened in Russia. So it's a good thing she's not American. Otherwise, we'd trade her for another guns dealer, probably. All right, last story here. And we have to go on the road. We haven't been here in a while. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, this is a story about 76-year-old Ellen Guyland, who was denied bond on Friday after being charged with murder. Yep. Family and psychiatrists argue in Ellen's favor after killing her husband, Jerry. This is what happened. Jerry, who's 76, he's terminally ill, living in Florida. That's pretty much a given. He and his wife concluded a plan that they didn't want to live without each other. And he was tired of being sick, and she was tired of seeing him sick and being this way. So they devised a plan to where a murder-suicide would happen. His wife, Ellen, showed up in the hospital and shot him dead. The killing wasn't strong enough. uh, She wasn't strong enough then to reload the gun and held her wrist as she shot him in the head, but she couldn't shoot herself. She barricaded herself in the room for four hours before surrendering. Surrendering. Said her husband wasn't strong enough to pull the trigger on himself, so she had to kill him first. And then she said, well, I ain't going to kill myself. She was denied bond on Friday after testimony revealed that her thoughts of suicide increased as her husband's health went south. They wheeled her old ass into court. Let's see. She's in the courtroom here. Let's see. Is this going to play? She's got an orange jumpsuit on in a wheelchair. Don't think she's going anywhere. No, that was that was a terrible video. There's the old gal, her and her husband. They are in love with each other. She shot him and said, oh, I can't do it. I can't reload. Oh, I'm not strong enough. At least she did it in the hospital. I mean, you know, they're going to have to clean up and everything, but. Man, she had four hours to reload the gun. Now, that's love. I feel bad for her. Yeah, she couldn't do the job. Her poor husband's probably up to the pearly gates waiting for her. God, it's taken her a long time. What's she doing, her hair? Come on, honey. We got reservations. We're going to see Sinatra tonight. What? She, she didn't do it. So she killed me for nothing? It would have been great. The only, the only better part would have been if the doctor would have come to the room going, hey, we found something that would cure him. Who loaded it the first time? I guess, I guess he did, but he couldn't like hold the gun up and kill himself. 
or he couldn't shoot her and then shoot himself. See, that's your flawed problem there. You got somebody sick holding the gun. I mean, that's an awful story. That's just terrible. Good Lord. All right, new shows announced to Billy Bob's. Who we got? Mark Chestnut. Eh, I don't want to see Mark Chestnut again. Uh, Clay Walker. God, no. Um, Texas Independence Jam. No, 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 no. All right, nothing good to see there. All right, that is going to do it for us today here on the big show, on a big bowl of superness show. We covered everything from the music to the songs to everything that happened in that game. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Thank you guys for being here on a Monday. And uh, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Monday. And adios, everybody. Uh Tell the difference between where I am and where I've been. So if I stare off in the distance sometime, get that far away look in my eyes. It said my baby went and left me out there. All alone in the middle of nowhere Way out in the middle of nowhere Well, nobody wants to go there My baby's gone and she don't care That I'm out here in the middle of On top of a mountain so tall Wishing to God I could fly, fly, fly When I ain't even done climbing the wall Could you help me let the teardrops roll Or anything to cleanse my soul Or if you've got a single raindrop to spare Lord, I'm out here in the middle of nowhere Way out in the middle of nowhere Oh, nobody wants to go there My baby's gone and she don't care And I'm out here in the middle of nowhere My baby's gone and she just don't care And I'm out here in the middle of nowhere I'm out here in the middle
man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.